Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi all, welcome to the show. I hope everyone is doing well and wrapping up the year, reflecting on what was great and maybe what wasn't so great. This was a tough year for a lot of people. I know it was really stressful for me and it has been for a lot of you as well. I mean, while some great things happened, some not great things happened as well. And while I know that balance is part of life, part of being human, I know that for some of us, it was really hard to remember that as things kept coming. This year, I loved getting to know you all a little bit better during the second year of the show and reaching some milestones in terms of listeners and how many people that I got to serve. This is such a time of reflection for me, and I love to use it to imagine the future as well. And since I tend to live a lot in my solar plexus chakra, I love to not just imagine, but also to create a plan for the new year. You can can call it a resolution if you like, but I just think of it sometimes as a fresh start a time to let my imagination run wild and think about all the possibilities that the new year holds. Now, I'll try to keep it short today because this episode is coming out on New Year's Eve, and I know a lot of you are spending time with your families, and that's really important. I don't want to keep you. The whole point of this show is to explore how the chakra system can help you improve your wellness. I say it every week in the intro, and I think it's a good way to sort of organize our reflection and planning. And although we know that we're really holistic beings, I think it can help to categorize our lives so that it helps us know where to focus. Okay, this is where the coach part of me is really going to come out, so get ready. We have physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual wellness. Well, that's one way to understand our wellness, although, of course, there are many others, but that's where we'll start today. So thinking of physical wellness, how was your health this year? Your physical health with your physical body, illness, pain, injury, disease, discomfort. Where did you live this year? Did you take care of your physical body? Did you give yourself the fuel that you needed? Sometimes that's eating well, foods that nourish you, that add to your health. A lot of times that's fruits and vegetables and just getting balanced nutrition. Did you drink plenty of water? So many people are going through life dehydrated and it's impacting their health in ways they don't even realize. Did you allow your body to rest? get enough sleep? Did you move it? I <laughs> I love exercise and I know not everyone does, I know, but our bodies crave movement in whatever form that might take for us. A walk, gentle stretching. It doesn't ever have to be this high intensity event if you don't want it to be, but moving our bodies 
is part of our physical health. And how about pain or illness? If you experienced pain or illness, did you take care of it or did you just push through? All of this affects our energetic health as well. Most of our physical health is found in the lower three chakras, specifically the root and solar plexus chakras in my experience. The root chakra, the energy center located at the base of your spine is sometimes called the survival chakra. So it's no surprise that your physical survival would be found there. When we don't care for ourselves, our bodies, there's a subconscious sense that we're in danger, that we're going to be in physical danger. So our root chakras get all out of balance. And yes, of course, we can have old trauma that causes a sense of insecurity. That's absolutely true. But when we contribute to the imbalance through our daily actions, we make it harder to heal from any root chakra trauma that already exists. It sounds, it sounds so simple, but keeping yourself in the best health possible for you can create the space to heal in this energy center. Honestly, I see it all the time. When we take time for our health, we feel better energetically as well as physically. And that doesn't mean you have to be in perfect health. I mean, what would that mean anyway? It just means that you're doing what you can in your situation to physically care for your body. You'll also find that this affects your solar plexus chakra since it is so closely related to digestion and the adrenal glands, which are partly responsible for stress hormones. If you aren't taking care of your body through proper nutrition, movement, sleep, and all that external physical stuff, your third energy center can dim, making you feel sluggish and worse than you might already. Since I work with people on motivation, and a lot of that comes from the, the solar plexus chakra, from the proverbial fire in your belly, we frequently need to get this chakra balanced before we notice changes in other parts of life. And this can be greatly improved by simply looking after your body to the best of your ability. Again, to the best of your ability. If you need to be taking medications, take them. If you need to be avoiding allergens, avoid them. If you need to sleep more, make it a priority. Whatever it is that you can do to care for your body, do it. It will look every uh, different for everyone, of course, but as we turn into the new year, use this time to reflect on how your physical health might be affecting your root and solar plexus chakras. You, you may surprise yourself with some healing here. Let's take a moment now to reflect on emotional health. I think the past two years have really shined a brighter light on emotional issues. And as a society, I think we're finally understanding a little better how important emotional health is. And I'm going to separate this from mental health a little, although they're obviously related, just like all aspects of our health are truly intertwined. But how was your emotional health this year? Was it rough? Did you 
discover things about your emotional state that had been previously hidden. Emotional health lies in the sacral and heart chakras primarily. The sacral chakra is the seat of emotions, so that makes a lot of sense. And it also governs how we create and maintain healthy relationships. Here's the thing about emotions, and we've talked about this before. We live in a society where, for the most part, we're expected to have or at least to show only positive emotions. I find this to be especially true for women. But as humans, we experience a huge range of emotions, and not all of them make everyone around us comfortable. Good news! It's not our job to make people comfortable. Now, does that mean I think that we should rage and scream and and cry and laugh? Well, um, yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. And we can find times and places that it makes sense to express ourselves. But so much of the time, we never express these emotions. And so they get bottled up and explode at the worst times. Or... We just have all these emotions and emotional experiences, but we never take time to feel them, to understand them, to really explore them. And then we're unbalanced and unhappy, and we feel that something is off, and we don't know what, because we've never taken the time to feel our feelings. And I think I heard that phrase, feel your feelings, for years before I really understood what it meant. So... Let me try to explain it a little in case any of you feel that way when you hear those words. The first thing for a lot of us is going to simply be to acknowledge that we have a feeling present. A lot of us immediately tamp it down if we start to notice something in our body. And remember that emotions are vibrations in our bodies and we become very adept at shutting off those vibrations. But that really takes a toll on our emotional health because those vibrations don't go away. They just get put somewhere. Who knows where? A dark part of our system. Maybe where we don't have to, to deal with them in the moment. And sure, there are times when that's a useful skill. But generally, we need to process those vibrations so that we can integrate them into the rest of our energetic body or release them into the universe. So, this year, did you do that? Did you notice your feelings and then simply hold space for yourself to feel that cold in your stomach, the racing heart, the hot flush in your cheeks? Emotions don't last forever when we let them run their course, but They'll last forever if we store them in our tissues. That's that's trauma. That's trauma, my friends. And it's one reason that movement is so great for releasing stored emotions. And until we allow those emotions to process, we don't get to experience the movement of emotional health in the heart chakra, where we really start to learn to love and accept ourselves and others without expectations, with unconditional love. Did you love yourself this year? Did you truly accept yourself for who you are? 
My guess is the answer for most of us is no. But I know that a lot of us are making great strides in this area, and I'm so proud of all the work that we're doing here. An open heart, an open heart chakra comes with exploring all the complicated thoughts and emotions we have around ourselves and our experiences. People ask me all the time, how can they start to love themselves? That they just can't, they just can't. They truly believe that they are unworthy. And I'll tell you, these are not people incapable of love. They are loving mothers, friends, wives, humans who somewhere along the line managed to store up a bunch of unworthy emotional stories. And no one ever taught them how to process the emotions that go along with that and replace the stories with the truth that they are perfect exactly as they are. So take a quick look back at the year and just notice how you took care of your emotional health and note if there are things you'd like to do differently or feel differently in the new year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mental health is up next. And remember, I said I was going to separate it a little from emotional health. Now, most psychology experts agree that every emotion is attached to a thought, even if we're not consciously aware of the thought that's creating the emotion. You can try to trace your thoughts back to see what triggered the emotion, or you can just process the emotion like we talked about a minute ago, or both. But mental health Barring a clinical diagnosis, of course, mental health is linked to your thoughts and your thought patterns. This is the throat and third eye chakra realm. If you have a lot of energy stuck up in your third eye and throat, you probably experience anxiety and spinning thoughts. You're probably disconnected from your body, either intentionally or from a childhood of being told that your body was somehow wrong. It keeps energy from flowing down into the rest of the system and keeping you grounded and balanced. And those of us that struggle with mental health might also have stories on repeating loops in our head. Stories that we've told ourselves for so long that we believe they absolutely must be true. They feel true. It's all we've ever told ourselves or all we've ever heard. I've said it before, but a belief is just a thought you're really good at thinking. And here's the bummer of it all. <laughs> to improve our thought patterns, we have to start questioning 
those stories. Start trying to determine if they're really true. And that can cause a lot of mental distress. It's no fun to start wondering if everything you've ever believed was a lie. And probably not everything is, but there's a good chance that some of it is. And the work then is to identify those thoughts and replace them with other thoughts that are true now. But that's where the third eye chakra can be really wonderful. If you've been listening a while, you know that the third eye chakra governs our right to see, not just see what is, but what could be. So, especially if you've got all that extra energy swirling around up there causing you anxiety, see if in a quiet moment, you can just ask yourself the question, is that true? How do I know? What's my evidence? Or maybe a better question for you would be, what if it isn't true? What would my life look like if that story wasn't true? What would I be capable of then? People with anxiety have incredible imaginations. I know because we're always using them to imagine the worst or every possible thing that could go wrong. So what if, what if we spent a few minutes using them to imagine the world right? How often this year did you intentionally spend time imagining the best case scenario? Daydreaming in the nicest way. Is that something you might want to start doing next year? And then as we start to draw some of that third eye energy down, it can find our throat chakras. And you know this is where I think the magic starts to happen. This is where we express those stories. We say them aloud in the form of affirmations. Did you do your affirmations this year? I did a bunch of episodes about how amazing they can be, and I hope you at least tried. Or maybe maybe we tell other people our new stories or write them down. That's, that's throat chakra work. You've heard the saying, tell a lie often enough and it becomes the truth. Well, we're going to reverse that and we're going to tell the truth so often we unlearn the lie. And the truth is, well, the truth for you is whatever you tell yourself the most, whatever you think the most. And while it might not be the objective truth, it is truth to you because that's the space you make all your decisions and take all your actions from. So use the energy in your third eye and throat chakras to select what you want your truth to be. Look back at the year. What were your stories? Are they stories you want to take with you or can they just stay in the old year? Mental health comes from healthy thoughts. And the good news is that we can work toward healthier thoughts right now. And finally, spiritual health. I read this amazing quote the other day and I want to share it with you. Spirituality is a lot like health. And in this case, he's referring to physical health. So spirituality is a lot like health. We all have health. We may have good health or poor health, but it's something we can't avoid having. The same is true of spirituality. Every human being is a spiritual being. The question is not whether we have spirituality, but whether the spirituality we have is a negative one 
that leads to isolation and self-destruction, or one that is more positive and life-giving. I love that description because I know that I personally ran from spirituality for a long time because I associated it with my upbringing in a dogmatic system that made no sense to me and most of the time just made me feel bad. So I'd go back and forth in beliefs, having them, then denying them, then trying to rationalize everything. My spiritual health was very poor. And part of good health is feeling connected to something. A lot of times, I don't even think it matters what, although I know a lot of people do think it does. And this is where our crown chakra really matters. What are we connected to? The crown chakra is the space that allows us to feel that connection that I do think we all crave. Now, for you, it might be God or goddess. It might be the universe or the cosmos. It might be nature or it might be the whole of humanity. But when we operate as if we're just individuals acting in a vacuum, as if the energy of the world around us isn't part of us and we it, we're not going to have a very positive life-affirming spiritual health. And spiritual in this way really just means not material, not a thing. The ineffable, the intangible, the love, the compassion, all the things that make a difference in this world in a way that all the money and, and, and stuff just don't. Scientists and psychologists tell us that loneliness is one of the most dangerous things a human can feel long-term. And they talk about it in terms of mental health, and I don't disagree, but scientists and psychologists are rarely talking about spiritual health, and I think that's more where loneliness falls, the sense that we're not connected or not worth much. But when we know that we're a part of the whole Loneliness can be a little easier to bear because, of course, we'll feel that sometimes, just another part of being human. But if we spend a little time focusing on our spiritual health, we won't compound our other problems with a sense of being isolated. How was your spiritual health this year? I'm not asking if you felt intimately connected to the universe every second more. How did you open yourself? to universal connection. Would more connection be good for you? How can you start to cultivate it if that's what you want? So these are some questions that we can ask ourselves about the year gone by so that we can open ourselves to the possibilities of the year to come. And if you're not listening to this when it comes out, so what? Right now is always the time for a cleansing breath. We'll take it together and start that first step on our new, fresh journey. I did not do a great job of keeping this short, but I hope that we're all getting our creative ideas flowing about what we're going to experience in our energetic bodies and where we think we might like to focus. I'm going to let you go for now, but next week I want to share with you some fun new things workshops and stuff that I've got coming up. I'll also be posting about them on the Your Chakra Coach Instagram and Facebook pages. So be sure to follow me there. 
And if you find that this show is making a positive impact on your life and you'd like to contribute some of your energy to it, you can join the Patreon page and make a donation there. All of those links will be in the show notes. I wish you all the very best, and we will talk again next week. Bye.